It's time for This Week in WordPress, episode number 180, entitled Paul's Betrayal. It was recorded on Monday, the 27th of September, 2021. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and I'll be joined, as always, by Paul Lacey, although we've got a little bit of news about that. This is, in fact, the last time that Paul is going to be regularly co-hosting the show, so we'll talk all about that. But before we do, we get into the whole business of acquisitions, which really does seem to be dominating the WordPress landscape. Joining me on the call with Paul, we have Shane Bishop and Bernard Grineau. We talk about Awesome Motive acquiring Sand Hills Development, Stellar WP taking over at LearnDash, WP Landing Kit being acquired by Themile, and some more, believe it or not. Brian Gardner is going to be joining WP Engine. The Page Builder Summit is just around the corner. We talk about pods because Bernard's involved with that. We talk about you image optimization because Shane is involved with that. And really, we talk about a whole load of other things as well. I'd really like for you to say that you enjoyed this episode. Find us somewhere and make a comment. Be really appreciative. I hope that you enjoy it. This Week in WordPress was brought to you by AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your AB Split Tests in record time? The new AB Split Test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is that it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. Go check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Hello there, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and any other salutation that applies to the beginning of some kind of broadcast. It's this week in WordPress episode. <laughs> oh, can I resist it, Paul? Can I resist it? Episode 180. That's going to mean absolutely nothing to anybody who's not in the UK, but we have this sport here, which is is it a sport? Is it? A, is that a sport, Paul? Yes, darts is a sport. You just okay. don't have to be physically fit to do okay. it. Okay. So th- <laughs> there's a like sport called darts where you throw these little, basically small javelins that you can hold in your hand. You throw them at this round board and it, th- you get three darts at a time and the most you can score is 180. And it, it's reasonably rare for like anybody who's not really good at darts to get the maximum score of 180. And so when somebody achieves the 180, the, the guy who's doing the counting goes, 180, and it's a really, it's a really big deal. Anyway, we're on, we're on episode 180. We've managed to get to this amazing milestone. We've got some pretty big news this week, actually. Loads and loads of stuff happening in the WordPress space. I'm sure you've probably heard all of this uh, elsewhere, but we'll, we'll get our take on it. And today, as always, joined by Paul Lacey, um, do you want to introduce the other guests, starting with Bernard's incredibly long biography that he sent us, which is basically blank? <laughs> I'm not going to try and read that because it just puts me off trying to read it and then figure it out. But I mean, Bernard is the Willy Wonka of WordPress, really. As everybody who knows Bernard, he he has a 
he has a family-owned chocolate business, especially hot drinks and stuff like that. So I think fondly of Bernard as someone who kind of sits around all day with all his chocolates and his hot chocolate trying to take over <laughs> over Central Europe in uh, Austria. But also <laughs> Bernard does some other things that are relevant to WordPress, such as he's on the pods team. So um, And also was also the creator of an amazing plugin that I've used for years, which was the kind of connector plugin. It was the pods. What's it called now? Beaver Builder for pods. What was the, pods, the official name pods of it? Beaver Builder add-on. I think so. It's, it's a rather long winded because of uh, how the plugin directory work. And if you don't know it at first, and then uh, weird stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, so yeah, Bernard, you work on pods. Uh, you have your own um, freelance business. You have the chocolate side of things as well, and a big fan of elephants in general. So um, <laughs> did I miss anything out there, Bernard? Or was that all right? Yeah. Proper. And uh, great. Okay, cool. So today we also have Shane Bishop for the first time on the show. I don't know you well enough, Shane, to kind of make rel- you know various jokes about who you are and your background and stuff. So I'll, I'll give you a more professional one if possible. And um, I know you because I reached out uh, to you after I tr- I bought and tried the EWWW plugin. Is that do you call it EWWW or do you call it OO? Uh, both. Yeah. Both. Cool. Yeah. And so this uh, your plugin is an image optimization plugin that kind of helps you make your JPEGs and PNGs, converts them to WebPs, makes them tiny, makes them super optimized, and you also have. A uh, CDN built into your product as well, which I used the other day uh, after you encouraged me to do so, and it was fantastic. And also, you're, you also have a, a kind of a speed optimization plug, something along the lines of WP Rocket or those kind of plugins that if you buy into the EWWW family, it comes with a speed optimization plugin, so you don't have to buy a separate one as well. So um, you do that, and uh, yeah, do you, is there anything else that I've missed there, or does that more or less cover it? That, that's the big things, yeah. And where are you based, sorry? Uh, I'm based in Montana, in the United States. Yeah, so what time is it for you now? It's bright and early, 7 o'clock. Ew. Oh, that's no, perfect. That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, yep. you've done a good job. You're already doing a good job just being here. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do thank it, you. I could not do it. Really, thank you so much for getting yeah. up. I, I'm going to get you to pronounce your plugin once more, because the I'll, I'll show it on the screen later because we're going to talk about it. But um, how do you say it, Shane? It's either EW Image Optimizer or EWWW Image okay, Optimizer. Okay, I'll go for EW because it just yeah. rolls off the tongue a bit more. It, we'll it t- does. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the podcast. A um, couple of things just before we begin. Um, if you are watching this live, I can see there's a few people who've made a couple of comments, but if you want Facebook in particular to let us know who you are, then you have to go to chat.restream.io forward slash FB and give them permission. Otherwise, you just come through as anonymous. That's fine. You can be anonymous if you like. But if you would like your avatar and name to come on, come along for the ride, you must do that. Otherwise, we only see it as, I think it just says Facebook user, so we don't know who you are. If you've got any questions, drop them in um, into the comments. That would be really nice. Uh, you can either go to where this is streaming on YouTube, well, which is at wpbuilds.com forward slash live. You'll get YouTube comments over there or Facebook comments at wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook, which is our Facebook group. So you choose where you want to go for that. And um, with that, oh, 
don't want that one. Let's get rid of that. Let's start. Let's just have a quick look. There are a few comments in there. Matt Davis. Hello, Matt. Nice to have you along. He says, I hope Paul Lacey is at the bottom of the screen again today so that we can cover his face again. <laughs> oh, yeah, Shane, we've got a bit of a thing on this podcast. If somebody writes a really long comment, then both you and Paul's faces will be hidden behind the comment. And Matt Davis takes great pleasure in writing really long comments simply for the purpose of covering up people's faces. Uh, happy Monday to you all. Hope you're having a great day. I am. Thank you so much. And Matt Davis once again says, if Bernard is Willy Wonka, does that make Paul Augustus Gloop? <laughs> he tries everything in the WP How dare world. You? <laughs> I love that song, Augustus Gloop. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Let's get on. Let's get on with the WordPress news for this week. I'm going to share my screen. A couple of things to begin with. If you are curious about the things that we do, you can go over to wpbuilds.com and you'll find the bits and pieces over there. If you want to go a bit further and subscribe so that we can let you know when we produce stuff, just fill out this little form here and we'll send you an email when we produce a new bit of content. But enough of that. Let's get on to the news this week, which could be summed up in one word, and that word is acquisitions. There's a boatload of stuff happening this week. I reckon, Paul, honestly... I reckon this is probably the busiest news week we've we've actually ever had in the time that you and I have been doing this. Yep, probably. Um, and also some of the most significant news. I was speaking to a few people um, who I, I won't mention their names, not because there's anything weird I'm going to say, but they they felt they felt that this piece of news was probably the biggest piece of news potentially since uh, WordPress or automatic bought WooCommerce. If you haven't noticed. Um, Pippin Williamson, uh, the founder of Sandhills Development, has sold his entire, well, I say his, he sold the entire suite of plugins which they manage. And boy, is it a list. I mean, it's not necessarily a massive list, but the importance of some of them is really, really major. So, for example, we've got Sugar Calendar, WP Simple Pay. They've got their new payout service, which sidesteps having to use for example, PayPal or Stripe, if you're going to pay out for your affiliates and things. And then they've got Affiliate WP and the big one, uh, Easy Digital Downloads. And um, it's a really interesting story because basically Pippin, it would appear that he's been conflicted for a few years. He goes on to develop in here, just dealing with his own personal side of things. If you read this piece, I'll link to it in the show notes. He puts so It's such a beautifully written piece and it explains really well why he as an individual has come to the decision to sell it he essentially wants to spend more time with his family and he goes into why that is uh, it involves chopping wood of all things which is quite interesting but also because he he really kind of feels that he's found the right person to take over the custodianship of Santel's development stuff and uh, it's awesome motive awesome motive if you're looking at the screen awesome motive is the is the company behind an increasingly large slice of the wordpress marketplace so they've got wp beginner opt-in monster wp forms monster insights raffle press and a whole load of other stuff there's probably about six or seven more now 
this caused sort of equal amounts, it felt to me, of concern and applause. On the applause side, everybody's saying, well done, Pippin. You know, you've got out at the right time. You're obviously, you know, your time is up in WordPress because he's moving out of WordPress altogether. And you found a custodian for it. He makes great pains in the article to express how optimistic he is about the the custodianship of uh, AEM or some motive and how he feels that Syed is the right person to take this over. Flip side, quite a lot of people on Twitter and in various other places are slightly concerned because a, they're, they're worried that Awesome Motive might not be the right place for a plugin such as EDD, but also concerned that it might leak EDD in particular, especially through Stripe, might leak information about who's installing what plugins and how successful some plugins are. And imagine it a bit like the, the script goes a bit like this. Okay, so over at Amazon.com, because they sell everything to everybody, they can easily figure out what's popular. They can then launch their own rival products under the Amazon Basics brand for things that they know are already going to be successful and undercut. So that's the concern. Does this give Awesome Motive an unfair advantage to see sort of like a bit of a backdoor into what's popular in the WordPress space, what's being downloaded, what's being installed, and so on? And after that, I feel like I should shut up because I've spoken for far too long. But um, I'm going to I'm going to pass this one first of all, if you don't mind, uh, to Paul to get his thoughts on this. So there's so many angles to this one. I know we've got a bunch of other acquisitions to cover, but I think uh, this one <clears throat> covers a lot of the why and the how and and some of the, brings up a lot of the important things that seem to go hand in hand with an acquisition. And I, I honestly don't know where to start other than let's just begin by saying congratulations to Pippin and everything he's done and uh, good luck to him in what he wants to do moving forward um, with different kind of ventures. If you do read the uh, post, we can probably come back to this again in a minute um, or listen to a couple of interviews he's done. He did one with Corey Miller on post status, which I've listened to, and he also did an interview with Matt Medeiros on the Matt Report uh, that were very revealing about his how he felt about his company and all that kind of things. In summary, I'll try and summarize. He took a sabbatical after a number of years, not sure whether what he was doing was what he was enjoying. So, you know, where you get into this idea of that, you start off, you're a programmer, you're scratching your own itch. And then later on, you need to grow a team and then you need to worry about insurance and pensions and all this kind of stuff. And things grow and grow. And then 10, 15 years later, he found himself wondering if, if this was ever part of the plan or was he just kind of being taken along with the tide, even though he was a CEO and owner of this company. So he took a three-month sabbatical to go away and think about whether or not, um, after a bit of a break, would he come back and be full of energy and ready to push this company to the next level? Or would he come back with the feeling that he already had in his gut, which was, I think I, it's time for me to move on. And he came back after three months, and it was the latter, and he decided it was time to move on. He contacted his partner. I think there must be a business partner in Sandales. I don't know too much about the details to say, or the, or the various partners to say um, something along the lines of the end is, 
you know, the end is near, you know, changes are coming. And yeah, and then went out to to his contact book to start trying to find the right fit uh, for for this plugin, which um, is many people will find it really easy to say, <clears throat> come on, Pippin, so you chose automotive that, you know, I don't really know much about any of those companies back proper background, but you, you do see a lot of backlash on social media about awesome motive as a company and a brand and the founder. And, um, and obviously bad, you know, that kind of, that kind of sentiment spreads very quickly and, and leads to all sorts of conspiracies, whether they're true or not. <laughs> similar, similar to the thing you said, Nathan, about, you know, will this mean that, um, awesome motive can use EWW. No, they can't. You can they use EDD uh, to? Um, <laughs> can they use EDD to uh, kind of almost get a backdoor into insights into the other products, whether or not they're miss, you know, missing opportunities, or whether some of those products look prime for acquisition, those kind of things. Um, so some people are worried about that. Um, as for the team, you know, it's going to be tough for the team, I imagine, because if anyone. Uh, Probably people don't really know, but the team at Sandhills Development do an, a four a four day week. They get a lot of benefits um, in reward for the hard work that they do, uh, supporting and creating these products for Sandhills. And so, from what I understand as well, they do a real four hour week. So instead of you know four ten hour days, they do four eight hour days. So they do thirty two hours rather than 40, 40 hours a week and. That's obviously going to change uh, going into a new company with a new owner and new HR and all that kind of stuff. Now, I don't, again, I don't know where to go with this, but the the thing that I took most from Pippin's um, very honest take on this was that a realization that a lot of these brands could be seen to be selling out because there's lots of money around and all these hosting companies or, I know also most of in the host, but they want to consolidate but equally, it seems that WordPress has come to the end of an era of the era of Genesis and the era of uh, these companies building building up a product from literally nothing, from one person starting it into a company that seems to be as big as a company within the WordPress space can get. So apart from some of the other ones that do acquire others, such as Stellar WP, or such as the hosting companies, or such as Awesome Motive, Motive. and then you've also got the other um, anomalies sometimes like Elementor. But the majority of these companies that did really well, that are the big brand names in WordPress, seem to have all reached around the same sort of time a situation where they, the, the economy or the ecosystem cannot support them in the state that they're in for the for the for the ongoing future, maybe for a couple of years. But Pippin said, I'm not really sure five to 10 years if this company is even sustainable. So it seems to me that these acquisitions, as well as a kind of a bit of a, a grab of power and a grab of all these different brands, there's a certain part to it that we have to kind of sit back and say, where else can these companies go? Where where can Sandhills Development go in the next five to 10 years? If the, if the creators of these companies are not the type of people who go around acquiring all sorts of different companies and building huge empires. So what's going to happen? They have to be acquired by someone, otherwise they'll go away. And 
I don't, I'm not happy about the kind of places where the ecosystem is being acquired to, but equally I can see that this is something that simply has to happen. Otherwise, a bunch of these super important companies that we're all building our businesses on top of will not be sustainable in the future. I'll probably leave hand it over to Bernard and Shane to um, there's, there's all sorts of different angles, but that was the biggest sentiment that I got from Pippin's uh, post. Let's um let's go to Shane first because I'm sure we both got they've both got something to say. What's your thoughts on this, Shane? Sure, and I, we've been using uh, Easy Digital Downloads for about five six years now. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, a big deal for us. We've also been working with uh, Syed and the WP Beginner team for a good long while. Um, I haven't used any of their plugins that I know of, um, except maybe. Uh, toying around with, I think they own WP Forms. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, you know, I have never dealt with their support, but, the, you know, that's kind of one of the, the the concerns that I see a lot is, oh, what's going to happen to the support? Is it going to, you know, go down the tubes or or whatever? But, you know, in the past, um, easy digital download support has been great. Um, from what I see, none of the people are going anywhere, um, at least not the main people. Um, I haven't heard anything otherwise, and um, as long as they get the the good people there, uh, I'm not terribly concerned about it. Um, but yeah, it's you know even awesome motive with all the the products that they have. Um, I think one of you has said earlier they're still really a small business. They're not you know they're not this huge conglomerate like we we've talked about EIG in past days gobbling up web hosts here and there. Um, I mean, it's not even the same, same scale. Thank you, Shane and um, Bernard. Uh, like Paul said, it's a, it's a complex topic. I mean, the case itself, it's 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 the way businesses go. I think. I mean, they get sold, they get bought, they get they. Especially if you think about how where did it, did they all come from? Most of them started as a single or two person thing, and they build it up. And then the, the 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 job changes. If you own the business, you have suddenly make business decisions, get people on board, manage all that, and maybe get away from what you loved to do to begin with, like coding or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's 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 kind of a natural way that kind of happens if an ecosystem matures and WordPress. I mean, is growing and growing and still. Uh, more and more people are using it, so it's natural that there are changes. If you like it or not, I'm not quite sure. Sometimes I wish things would stay the same because, you know, if companies get bigger, chances are support gets worse and and, 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 and they get out of touch with the customer base. On the other hand, they might have more resources, especially if they buy a few plugins and can synergize or reuse stuff. Uh, so it's it can be a win and it can be a lose. And I think it's not the end we have seen of all those acquisitions and changes in the ecosystem. And yeah, you never know what happens in the future. So for me to prove that a thing like, uh, because I'm coming from POTS, like, yeah, but you're free and we don't know where, where you're going. And now we have the example, we don't know where any plugin is going. There can be next year and your major favorite plugin is just gone because no one takes care of it anymore 
I think that that's a risk we more and more come become aware of. And maybe if the companies are larger, they hope they can survive more and longer and get trust of businesses a little bit more. I don't know. Hmm. Um, we'll come to some other more acquisitions as the uh, as the podcast goes on because there's certainly a lot more to talk about that's happened in the last week but just a couple of things in the context of this firstly a couple of comments that are coming in um from matt he's saying that he's a big fan of pippins and he's happy uh, that pippin will be able to spend time with his family and really it was a life decision it really was about getting getting up getting his life back and being able to spend time with his his loved ones so yeah brilliant um Cameron, hello, Cameron. Uh, he's not a fan of the acquisition. Um, he says, awesome motive. I've wrecked a couple of the previous plugins that they've acquired in the past. And as someone who spent thousands with Sandhills, he says he's honestly scared about what's going to happen. Um, and then I think this is Chris Hughes. Oh, sorry, curious if I've misquoted you. Um, he says, I know everyone says that things will be fine, but Search WP was sold only a month ago. And the price has literally doubled for each plan now. I didn't know that, Chris. Um, yeah, that is that would be concerning, wouldn't it? And there's various other comments uh, around that as well. But I'm going to share the screen one more time and illustrate what Pippin was thinking here. His primary motive was to fulfill four criteria, and they were to ensure that his team continues to be taken care of and provided with a place to do amazing work. Obviously, that's important. He's friends with them all. He makes that point. To ensure that the customers are well taken care of and that the products they rely on continue to thrive, to allow me to refocus my attention to the places I'm most passionate about and to allow me to spend spend more time with my family without risking the well-being of the business and the team. So that was his that was his intention. He's actually got some sort of you've got some real environmental credentials if you click on the link in the show notes you can see this article links to some environmental things that he's going to be spending a lot of time doing particularly around the the area of planting trees which is really interesting but to give this some context why did he do this i want to segue into the next thing i'm going to say in a minute but first of all i'm going to quote pippin i'm going to quote this entire piece here pippin's reasons were as follows for selling in the last few years, I discovered a truth about myself. I had lost my passion for web and building software products. I used to absolutely adore WordPress and building plugins to extend its power. It, 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 sorry, to extend and power businesses. That passion helped create amazing platforms that have helped tens of thousands of businesses grow, succeed, and thrive on the web. And I'm so immensely proud of that. But when the passion is gone, the drive and motivation to build great things leaks away as well. It has been several years since I last felt truly inspired and motivated to build something in WordPress. So essentially what he's saying is he's kind of, you know, it's this isn't just about him getting uh, a home run in terms of the, the economics of it all. He really is genuinely thinking, I don't want to do software anymore. I've had enough of talking about WordPress, thinking about WordPress. I really want to pivot my life. And on that bombshell, Lacey, it's over to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, well, the the thing about what he said there, though, is that there's probably never a better time to reevaluate what you're doing if you are in the WordPress space, for instance. So whether you're a plugin company or an agency or freelancer or podcaster or whatever it is that you're doing it's the we've had the pandemic that has changed the 
the general environment of what everyday life looks like for the foreseeable future. And then we have a situation in WordPress where everything is going through such huge change. So the ownership of the big brands is moving. Um, how those brands are deployed will be different. So we'll see, you know, hosting companies uh, pulling together kind of managed packages of WordPress, almost like their own flavor of WordPress, um, which will be potentially really good for end users who, you know, would, not everybody is like us and can install WordPress and know which plugins are the best and stuff like that. The majority of people I come across who aren't nerds like us get completely lost in WordPress and they have all sorts of problems. So I think it will be really good for end users that there will be these kind of packaged up uh, versions of WordPress. Um, but then you kind of also have to kind of look at where you are and say, is that is that what's interesting to me these days? Or is that is that a opportunity? Is that a threat to the kind of things that I do? So I think that there will be tons of opportunities for um, people to do new new flavors of the kind of business that they do. There'll also be people who find that they suddenly have a competition with a multi-billion dollar company uh, that can outprice them and outmaneuver them in in any way they um, any ideas that they come up with like that. Now the segue that Nathan is talking about is because Nathan and I have been talking for months and months about you know we we talk all the time we're really good friends we just went on holiday together you know with some of the guys from uh from big orange heart and uh we had a great time and from time to time we stop talking about uh silly things and we have some grown-up conversations it's 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 very rare but it does occasionally <laughs> happen usually when we're hungover and um and, and, and can't think of anything funny to say and we, you know, we talked a lot recently and I resonate with Pippin right now. So I resonate that everything is kind of changing. I've already been in a boy band. Thanks, Chris. Um, I don't know if you know, <laughs> Ronan Keating, that was my old name. And um, so a lot of, a lot of things changed for me in the last year. Uh, I shut down my business in January and Pippin mentioned something like this in a in his podcast with Matt Medeiros. He was saying, when you have a business, you, at some point you realize your business is going to end in one of three ways. I think he said three ways. He did, Either yeah. One, yeah, it's going to get acquired and you'll move on. Uh, number two, you'll pass it on to your children or something along those lines, which I think was one of the <laughs> ones that he said. Which, Bernard, that might be something, you know, that's you've got family business, so that kind of, you have a kind of family business sort of situation. Or number three, at some point that business will take a dive, which might be slow or might be sudden or might be a combination of the two. And I was listening to that thinking, yeah, gosh, yeah, that happened to me uh, back in kind of, you know, November time last year after COVID and lots of other different things. I realized that my business was taking a, a dive and I'd had to make a decision to, to bring it to a stop. It was a really good decision. And I've spent the majority of this year working as a freelancer with uh, trying to build little uh, smaller uh, but multiple streams of income as a freelancer, doing care plans, doing um, freelancing for actual companies like Beaver Builder and stuff like that. 
and then also had other side projects that have had varying um, types of success. You know, I started another podcast show earlier this year, which we didn't. We decided not to carry on with it. This was um, a different show altogether than this. Um, but we had it monetized, and it could have been a, a good source of income. Um, but decided to to shut that one down. And um, yeah, so I got to the point at some point this year where I was kind of seeing the community and wondering where my place is in this community these days. And I know I have a place in this community, but I was kind of confused about with all the acquisitions, the move with Gutenberg and stuff, plus my business shutting down and then looking forward to what am I actually doing? What do I want out of life? And then me and Nathan have some grown-up conversations, like I say. And then Nathan said to me, well, here's the thing, Paul. Um, multiple, multiple violations of the code of conduct, so you're fired. That's that <laughs> that was what it. happened. Yeah. He fired me and he said, will you come back on for a few more shows? No, it's not actually true. There's, um, <laughs> but the truth, the, the truth of the matter is I am leaving my role as co-host of WP Builds uh, this week in WordPress. Uh, so that I can focus on some new projects and uh, bring back the uh, restart a business with my wife and just explore this whole multiple streams of income and streams of income that are completely different than what I used to do. What I used to do was full on stress every day, every weekend, can't go on holiday without worrying about it. And in the last nine months or so, I've managed to pretty much take it easy and chill quite a lot, play a bit of Xbox during the day, get all the work I need to get done, done. And it's made me realize I need to double down on that and then see where I live within this whole WordPress community. So I'll be back coming on, unfortunately. Uh, I'll be unfortunately for the listeners coming back um, from time to time as a panel guest. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to coming into the comments and I'd, I'd really like to say thank you, Nathan, for having me. It's been over over two years now, so it's been, God, 180. And, and I'm, what I'm really proud of is that we took a show that was mediocre at best. And we we've made it so harder. much worse. We've, we've made it. We've now brought it up to slightly below average. Yes. yes. Yes, I really feel that we've done and well. I'm really here. proud of that. I'm really yeah. proud of that. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, honestly, Nathan, it was yeah, it was you. diabolically bad when I just ran it by myself, and now it it is just slightly slightly better than diabolically bad. I don't know if you saw this, Paul. I've put the hashtag up there. Hashtag Lacey. Hashtag betrayal. It's true. It's, <laughs> it's true. a total it's betrayal. True. No, I, yeah. I would just like to say, Paul and I have been talking about this for ages, and uh, and he 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 just wants time back to do other things and you know and we had a long chat and i i am so pleased that you've joined us for i don't know over 100 episodes or whatever it might be it started way back so a couple of years ago it started that you were just coming on as a guest and then i gave you my booking link and you just filled it up <laughs> it was like t 12 weeks all in a row it's like Lacey's on every week and then in the end it was just why don't you just do it every week and he offered i i accepted and we've been going strong ever since then and i've really enjoyed having you on each and every week what i've decided to do is i've i've made a human size cardboard cutout of yourself and i've got like this mouth that i can move from you know i sort of hold it here and i can move the mouth up and down and so it'd probably be better yeah well I've, yes yes yeah. well I've, I've got your voice in descript so i'm mm -hmm. gonna you know i'm just gonna fake the ai voice and put you on a different screen and move your mouse mouth up and down 
And uh, and so nobody will ever know. If we just mm. delete this episode, nobody will ever know. But honestly, mate, mate, it has been an absolute pleasure. I've enjoyed every single minute of it. And um, kind of nicely culminated the other weekend when you guys came up to my house and uh, spent some time with me. And uh, so anybody who thinks that Paul is leaving because he doesn't like me, that's mostly true. <laughs> That's mostly <laughs> true. But we I needed mean, a cover story. After, after <laughs> visiting you in, 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 in uh, meeting you in real, uh, in your house, maybe he finally realized, oh my God. That was the final straw. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Was, it's like, like uh, so, so, no, no, I can't bear it anymore. Yeah. Well, it, it's no, um, really, Paul, I don't want to make you weep or anything. And um, <laughs> you, you know how I'm feeling at the minute. We won't go into that. Um, I appreciate it ever so, ever so, ever so, ever so much. And I will I will hopefully next time I see you make good in some way, shape or form that might involve a beer or something like that. Mm -hmm. But um, thank you. And there's a few comments in coming uh, like that. Vito Peleg saying, good luck, man. Um Matt saying he's sad to see you leave as a co-host. The only person to re replace you is Barry Chuckle. UK joke. Don't even go there. Um, <laughs> sad but happy. Happy before. Happy for Paul. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Peter saying happy for you. A bit sad. Nathan and Paul are such a great team. Yeah. What am I going to do? Honestly, it's going to have to be the cardboard sure cutout. We'll be collaborating all over the place. That's yeah. The, no. The, well, that's the thing. How, How can be. there be a this week in WordPress without Paul? I don't know who wrote that. Oh, it's Max. Thank you, Max. Um, but yeah, Paul's going to come on every period of time. It, uh, you know, not as often as he does at the minute, obviously, but he's going to continue to come in once in a while and carry on. So we've been sitting on that one for a while, and um, I'm slightly mm. tearful, I have to say. Thank you. Can I say one more thing, actually? Yeah. Um, so also thank you to all the audience uh, who's who's been there over the last couple of years. I mean, we've we've the the one thing over the last two years that has been amazing is that I've not felt lonely at all you know every every week we come here and we've got the comments and we're all interacting i'm meeting new people today i've met shane and bernard you know you and i are good friends now and nathan and i you and i you know are, are arch enemies sorry i mean good friends yeah and um but there's one thing in all this in all this time uh while we've been doing it the the feeling of loneliness while we're all locked down wasn't there so very grateful for that thank you everyone yeah that's okay. You're you're most welcome. We want to get that out of the way in case um, there was there is a chance still that Paul might have to leave at some point during this particular show. So I just wanted to get any, that out any of the way. for dog barks and Shane, back to acquisitions. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Back to acquisitions. Uh, Shane, I just want to apologise to you because you've been your your episode on this show has been somewhat hijacked by that massive <laughs> ramble about the actual show itself, and so so sorry about that. Um, but we will get back to more regular stuff if that's all right with you, Paul. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, okay, so there's there's Pippin doing Sandhurst development stuff. Oh, by the way, I just I, I put this up and then I forgot to share. Look at all these memories, Paul. I know loads and loads of stuff. And if you click into each one of these, there's a there's a little you know there's a little thumbnail behind the show, and you can click on the videos and check them out. That will always be there. That will be yeah. our that will be our little legacy, which is really nice. Okay, more acquisitions. Stella WP on a bit of a land rush. They're a bit like um, Awesome Motive. They're acquiring things all over the place. They've just bought LearnDash. Have to say, got to say it. I don't really use any um, learning management system. We do over on the wrong arm, Page Builder Summit, but I don't really get involved in that particular aspect. Um, but a big product by all accounts. They're, they're touting it as the, um, you know, the 
the, the 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 best LMS in the WordPress space. I know there are other rivals, but it's certainly one that trips off the tongue. This has been acquired. It doesn't say in this particular article uh, how much money has changed hands, but you can find this on Stellar WP. So they're joining a whole load of other things. There's iThemes, Restrict Content Pro, the Events Calendar, Cadence WP, Give WP, and Iconic WP. So another great big land grab. If anybody wants to talk about that, they're welcome. I will just say, start talking. And if not, I'll move on to the next acquisition story. But go. Uh, I have something, but uh, Shane and Bernard, you, you go first if you have anything you wanted to add to those. Nothing in, in, in particular or special. It's, it's, this, it's, 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 it's the stuff that's happening. I mean... A little bit of transformation. New ones will rise; others will vanish. It's the story of the life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anything? Anything, Shane? Um, no, I was just going to mention. You know, they were acquired. That's part of the Liquid Web family, um, and uh, from all accounts, they have a good reputation. Um, I haven't worked directly with them. Um, just tested out their hosting years ago, but um, yeah. Definitely interesting to see, and uh, I've worked with uh, Moodle, a non-WordPress uh, solution, in the past uh, when yeah. I worked at a community college here, and uh, yeah, that that whole LMS area that can be a mess. So good luck to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they... so much there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. I remember working with Moodle. The um, the the. This is quite a suite now, isn't it? What have we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and now eight. That's eight plugins, all of which have got a really strong reputation. I do remember speaking to Michelle Frechette, who is with GiveWP, one of the companies which was acquired by Stella WP, and she was nothing but happy about the way that the whole thing had gone. So from the from the outside, we see this and we think, oh, it's all getting bigger and coalescing. And, and from the inside, some really curious things prop, cropped up, like, for example, the job stability. It was much more likely that the the job for her at GiveWP will be there for the long term because there's a bigger company holding the, the purse strings. But also curious little things like the fact that her um, the medical stuff uh, there was, I don't know what they call it in America. I think it's just medical insurance, but that side of things was taken on. Um, and she was really pleased about that. And so, you know, dental and healthcare and all of that was taken on, which was really just it really hadn't occurred to me in this whole, whole setup and acquiring plugins that that was even a thing. Sorry, Paul, you carry on. It was just an observation that, uh, they're obviously, and I think they're pretty open about this now creating, trying to create a platform for membership sites. So they have the Restrict Content Pro that they Mm -hmm. snagged before all of Pippin's plugins got sold to uh, Awesome Motive. So they've they've got the membership plugin, they've got the security plugin, they've got the LMS now, they've got the theme, and they've got a bunch of WooCommerce add ons as well. And it all kind of points towards uh, them looking to be the WordPress solution for learning management systems if you want it kind of all the things there for you. So I I won't be surprised to see a hosting package soon that has all of the things that you need. Much like GoDaddy has got a very attractive WooCommerce offering that after they bought, um, who did GoDaddy buy? Iconic. 
no, no. Uh, oh, no. no, it wasn't them. Apologies. It wasn't. Um, Liquid Web bought I- Iconic. It was... Um, who did go I forget. Maya bought... is, in the, is in the comments. She'll probably tell us. I remember, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember the um, uh, what it's called. Uh, so anyway, they bought a bunch of plugins, and now if you buy, uh, if you want a WooCommerce shop, and you don't want to keep being surprised by, oh, now I need to go in over to Automatic and buy another WooCommerce add-on and see what price that is every year, you can go to GoDaddy and get your um, your 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 WooCommerce managed hosting, and it comes with 70 WooCommerce add-ons at your disposal. Uh, Skyverge, thanks, Maya. I knew it was... Oh, I was in my mind, I was like, spaceship? And it was, I knew it was something to do with the sky. And um, yeah, Skyverge. So you can see that they're going down that route with the learning management system and the um, membership type sites. The only concern I have about that is that on paper, it sounds like a great idea, and I'm sure they've thought about this, right? But... Learning management systems, iTheme Security Pro, um, WooCommerce stuff, uh, Restrict Content Pro type plugins, anything that works like that, tends to be pretty heavy on the CPU and it's pretty heavy on the RAM. So they're going to have a real challenge on their hands, so far as I can see it, to be able to put out a powerful enough managed system that can scale to the to the likes of things like Teachable and those kind of SaaS based um, uh, competition. So it'll be interesting to see how well they eventually launch that out. If that is the route that they're going, it does seem that that's the route that they're going mm. um, because it's gonna it, how they can make that very affordable compared to just choosing a non WordPress option is uh, is going to be interesting to see. Okay, thank you, Paul. A couple of comments about that. Uh, Chris Hughes saying um, Stella WP is certainly leaving the brands to themselves. Cadence did another lifetime deal last week. I didn't know that, Chris. Uh, they did another deal on Cadence, did they? Okay, which is unusual for a business once acquired. Um, Matt says, <laughs> this is kind of pithy, new ones will rise, others will vanish. Beautiful. See, Paul, that's how you say goodbye. I'm just going to boot him out now. He said his, <laughs> he said his most memorable thing. Uh, and he's also, Matt, is quite, um, he thinks it's a good acquisition. It took Stella Liquid Web that long. He's surprised after Chris Lemmer joined them. And a comment from Max straight at you, Shane. He says, hi, all. Hey, Max. hey Shane. Nice. I guess, Max, you know Shane, and Shane, you know Max, I'm guessing. Um, okay, let's move on then. We, I'm really going to keep this brief because we've spent 40 minutes talking about a couple of acquisitions, and the, the other two are less, I think, probably significant in terms of user base and what have you. So just to say that WP Landing Kit has joined the Themars family. Same deal, a company has been acquired by a slightly bigger company this time. It's a product by Jason Schuller. We actually had him on the podcast talking about it. It's a plugin which allows you to to create a single WordPress site by redirecting domain names to one site. It's quite clever. If you've got like, uh, let's say, uh, if you're into marketing and you just need individual landing pages and you don't want to buy a bunch of domains, sorry, and you don't want to install multi-site and manage that over a bunch of domains, this manages it all in one domain. It's quite good. Go Go and Google WP Builds and WP Landing Kit. That's been bought. And the other one is to say that uh, somebody called Keenan Coppenhaver, I'm going to guess that's pronounced, has acquired WP Pusher and Branch, which are um, hosting services a bit like, well, one of them, GitHub and GitLab, 
Um, and the other one is a Docker-based continuous integration service for WordPress. So they're a little bit more technical, probably less users. I did want to point out that PostStatus, actually, if you go to poststatus.com forward slash acquisitions, they've got a, they're keeping up. They're trying to keep up with everything. And you can see, for example, it's got the one that I've just mentioned. And apparently over on their acquisitions page, we're up to 34, I think it was, or 37 this year, up from 19 and 20 the previous year. So we are, we are set to double the amount of acquisitions. And at this rate, I calculate that by 2027, it's like that game of like the game the Chinese emperor played with rice on the uh, you know on the chess set. By twenty twenty seven, it'll be like sixty four million acquisitions each and every year. Go and check that out though if you're interested. It's a good page, and this is where I wanted to land because I wanted to throw this one at um, Shane. Really, um, WP Mayor took this whole stuff that we've been talking about up until now and just posed the question: Is there a future for small WordPress businesses? And Ew is a small WordPress business, so it seems like the perfect person to ask would be Shane about this. How are you feeling about all this? Do you feel that WordPress is still the place you want to spend your energy, put your time? Do you feel like the next step for you is follow the crowd and look for somebody to acquire you, or are you? I, I don't know. I don't want to make you say something you'll regret, but how are you feeling about WordPress right now? It it's exciting, but you know, a little. You get a little nervous about any of the acquisitions, of course, you know, for all the reasons that we, we've discussed. Um, and I, I think one of the the biggest or best reasons, maybe like Pippin mentioned, to, to get out of um, the WordPress business or to, or to sell your business is if you're just not feeling that, that passion for it. Um, you know, they've been working on EDD 3.0 for years now. And maybe part of the reason it hasn't been released yet is because Pippin hasn't had that passion for several years. Um, and so I think that can be a big issue. And, and for me personally, yeah, I still love doing WordPress, still love doing what we do um, with Adam handling support stuff all the time. And it's just fun to see, you know, how we can help people. And um I think as long as you, you know you're still loving you know what you're doing, yeah, keep keep doing what you're doing. We've had offers from various companies over the years, and always turn them down because I like what I'm doing. And mm. um, and, and and another one of the things that Pippin mentioned, you know, you got to have someone that you would trust to take over, you know, for your employees and your users to to really. Um, to do a good job after the acquisition and, and be able to have faith that they're going to do a good job. You know, it's hard to even, you know, fathom getting to know someone well enough that you're like, Oh yeah, they're just going to do amazing. You hope. Um, but yeah, so it's that, that would be a uh, kind of a nervy thing. Mm. Yeah. The uh, curious to hear that you've had um, offers and you've decided you, you want to just, well, either wait for something else in the future or for right now, it's just a case of I'm enjoying it. It's it's working out. Let's just keep going. That's brilliant. Yeah. And the um, the numbers for WordPress itself keep just keep going up. They keep growing. As, yeah, 42 plus percent at the moment. Um, maybe at some point that'll change and the marketplace will shift accordingly. But at the moment, it does still seem like a really good place to go. 
Matt makes another really interesting comment down here. He's saying the pandemic has had a huge effect on people considering acquisitions or thinking about different paths. Nothing like a time when life feels incredibly fragile to make you think about your life and future. Do you know, interesting, Matt, when I was talking to Josepha um, for the WP Tavern podcast, she made the point, which I hadn't really connected the dots with, she made the point that the pandemic really has negative negatively is probably too strong she was saying it's had an effect on like the core team as well just because they're so used to meeting up regularly frequently at various events around the us around the world and just severing that bond of actually hanging out in person has really had an impact and it seems almost like well yeah but we've got zoom but it's not the same thing and and so i wonder i am curious to see what will happen should please, let's hope, the the world does return to some more stability and we're able to get on planes and go and see one another and all that kind of stuff, whether whether that will change. And I know, Paul, for you, that was that was a bit of a thing, wasn't it? You know, the, the community side of things and real world events, maybe that's had a maybe that's had an impact. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm probably suffering from some nostalgia about what WordPress was. All right. <laughs> You know, and and kind of, and seeing all this change, you know, so, you know, if anyone follows me on Twitter, you'll probably see me, what looks like complaining about acquisitions or complaining about Gutenberg most of the time. And I think it's just, you know, a place for me to discuss open, openly with people, not try to, I'm not trying to win arguments or anything like that. I'm just trying to sort of ask questions and see, see if I can kind of remove any of the you know the sort of uh nostalgia type effects that affect how i perceive you know when someone like my own places in wordpress and it's not just not just me i think you know when you when you have all, all, all this change you know i'm interested shane um so you know there will be a lot of users coming to wordpress who will go to the the major hosts now which i don't have a problem with at all they're probably it's probably the right place for a lot of users um, Shane, in your opinion, even though there is these kind of very defined ways with WordPress now, you've got the kind of the automatic Gutenberg type way, the you know, create create your own blog using full site editing or something like that. Then you'll have the membership site way from Liquid Web, you'll have the e-commerce way from WooCommerce, you'll have something else from someone from somewhere else. Do you do you think, Shane? That there's still that WordPress is still big enough and still has uh, enough creativity to for people to just find their own path. So if they want to go down this route and ignore all that stuff, there's still going to be super good opportunities, both for people who are end users like me and the creators of these products uh, like you. Because I used to really enjoy looking at all these amazing tools getting developed and created. So the first time there was an LMS in WordPress, it probably wasn't very good. And now the LMS in WordPress is brilliant. And the first time we had image optimization in WordPress, it was PHP fun. And now we've got ooh, you know, and and other, other things like that. And just and I loved that. I've always loved that sort of development of products and services that people like me can use or people I know can use and and wanting to sort of back those products. And I think uh uh, what I'm hoping is that the what WordPress looks like in a year or two, 
still has tons of room for companies like you, companies like new theme shops and stuff like that to start up, to find niches and to find um, end users that will part with their hard-earned money to to get the solutions they need. What Shane, do do you do you feel buoyant about the future? Do you feel confident about everything with all this change, or do you do you feel any level of threat at all? Yeah, I th- you know, I think there's definitely a, a ton of potential. You know, one of the things you mentioned is the the market share of WordPress keeps growing. So even though you know there's these really big products that seem to hog a huge share of the the market, you've got a bigger pie all the time. Uh, you know, for for smaller companies to get in there, get their foot in the door, and and start making a difference. Um, if you're if you can find a way to help people, make their life easier, make what they're doing easier, simpler, better. Yeah, there's there's room for you at the table. I think. Hmm, that's good to hear. Yeah. I mean, the, the best example for it is it, it's like form plugins. A few years back, there was Gravity <laughs> Forms and. I don't know, not much else. I mean, yes, you had always this contact from seven stuff like, and now we have so many form plugins. I can't even remember all of them, I think. So it's changing. People are getting maybe different kind of plugins or more specialized ones or finding their niche and then getting acquired. Or maybe sometimes it's a good idea to combine several smaller plugins to get a suite of plugins because then they are work well together and you don't need to think about integration and how to do the work together and stuff like that. So it's, it's, I think it's time to, or I'll try to see the things as, as a pos- possible benefit for the future mm-hmm. because in the end we can't change it anyway. And so can, let's hope for the best and forget the rest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your your comments it, being, sorry, carry on Bernard. I apologize. No, no. And so I think it's, it's, it's just, uh, we need to be aware that things can change and keep an open eye to, to not uh, maybe get lost because things change, but. Um... Peter Ingersoll, um, the WP world is so big, so established and yet so flexible that there's lots of room for everyone and everything. Quality helps, of course. And uh, Vito. Oh, I apologize. Vito's comment didn't come up. There we go. Uh, still loads of opportunity. Yeah. Um, Vito's just recently launched something entirely new in the WordPress space, Bertha.ai, which I'm sure at some point we'll be talking about. And um, yeah, just goes to show, you know, if you can find the little hole in the market, he says, goes on to say, even at the highest level, things can change dramatically. I'm still waiting for somebody to build a proper e-com solution. Um, Vito, go and check out North Commerce, which is in pre-alpha. Might be worth a look. Seems to be quite an interesting project. And Max, oh, sorry, Max, you came and you went. Uh, WordPress as a backend is still a thing too. See Frontify, Faust, and using it as a custom web application. All right. Okay, let's move on. Put the screen back on very quickly. No, I won't. I'll put it on, take it off, and put it on again. I'm not doing very well with all that today. Couple of things. This this almost feels like acquisition news, but it's it's because it's not. But it sort of feels like under the same umbrella, people going to one place or another place. In this case, a job offer for um. Well, I'm gonna say friend of the show because he was on a couple of weeks ago and a few weeks before that. Brian Gardner from well. We all probably know Brian from Studio Pest and um, Genesis. More recently, from Frost, his, um, his sort of templates within uh, Gutenberg, and now he has joined 
the company that he sold Studio Press to, WP Engine, and he's going to be joining them as, I forget the name, oh, here we go, yeah, Principal Developer Advocate. And it seems like the remit for this job is very much to try and help everybody and anybody to get to grips with the block editor and make it understandable. I, I, I read this article, and, and it really does seem like he's that is his overall remit, is just to make Gutenberg understandable to more people and make it so that people wish to use it more. So on some level, that's going to be quite a, a challenge, but I feel like if somebody's up for that job, uh, Brian would be the person to do. I'm really happy for you, Brian. We, uh, we didn't know that was coming down the pipe, but um, yeah, I hope that all works out for you. That's great. I know, Paul, you were with me on the show with him. You probably want to extend your your congratulations too. Definitely. I think, um, you know, Brian sold uh, WP Engine. No, he didn't. He sold uh, Studio <laughs> Press. He's so good. good. So good. <laughs> What's wrong with me today, man? It's, uh, no, he sold, he, sold his, he sold his company and he... I, I get the impression from the things where I've heard him um, on podcasts and stuff that he was a bit burnt out from it all, a bit like Pippin is, to be honest, and is, you know, openly just saying, you know, I've kind of reached the bit where I just want to try something else. And, um, you know, Brian is a creative guy. He is into all sorts of things like minimalism and and all that kind of stuff. And he's he loves just design and creating things that people actually use. And I think he wants to just keep his keep his, you know, He's, 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 a practic he's a person who wants to do stuff. He wants to create stuff and do stuff that people actually use. And he's taken a couple of years to figure out what he wants to do. And from everything I hear him saying on Twitter and what I've heard from him directly, he's super happy about this. Um, he's figured out that what I did before, that was my past. I've had some time to think about it. And he's moved on to something that's going to make him happy. And I think... Uh, Congratulations to him and well, you know, congratulations to WP Engine because, you know, you got him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They it got him. Felt, felt like the right home for him. Yeah. Could, do you remember when he was on the podcast? He did he did say he was really pleased with the way they'd taken over the custodianship of that. So yeah. there's a there's an example where a big company buying a, a smaller thing can work out really well. He was really pleased with that. It's where they're saying the owners just putting their hands up and saying, I, I don't think I can steer the ship any longer mm -hmm. I, i'm i i never this isn't the this isn't the train i got onto is, is there a plane metaphor here as well <laughs> oh, <go> on. <laughs> i don't know I, don't, I can't think of one i need to fly or fly i don't know you know so i think he's just <laughs> like what are, what a lot of these guys you know these people are saying i just reached the pinnacle of what i could do and now i want to start again at the basics, where I, I really enjoyed it, you know, way yeah. back ten years ago. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. that's where we are. Shane Bernard, anything on that? Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, I've got a nice segue, if any segue was ever needed, because I'm running a, a an online summit in a few weeks, and uh, and it's called the Page Builder Summit. I'm going to stick it on the screen. Uh, so this is a bit of blatant bit of self promotion. Uh, forgive me. I. Not very good at being a, a self-promoter, but here we go. The reason it's a nice segue is because, look, not only have we got Vito Peleg in the comments, which is quite nice, but we've also got Brian Gardner. Brian Gardner is going to be talking at the event as well. It's called the uh, the Page Builder Summit. And uh, look at this nice little laundry list of people. By the way, go to this website, pagebuildersummit.com, and just click that there button. 
and get yourself signed up and we'll let you know when it's all happening. It's on the 18th of October, so it's in a few weeks' time. But we've got a nice list of people. We've got Anne McCarthy from Automatic, uh, Jennifer Bourne. We've got Joe Casabona, Candy Phelps. I won't mention everybody by name, but you probably know some of these faces. We've got Birgit. She's been on the podcast. So's Chris. Michelle Arindo. We've got the Martin and Lindsay coming on as well. We've got uh, Chris Lubkirk, who's from Extendify. I'm quite interested to hear what he's got to say. Quite a few things from all the different page builders. Your friend over there, look. Mike Oliver's coming on again, which will be really nice. Oxygen, Divi, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, all are, all going to be featured. So pagebuildersummit.com uh, and then click that button and sign up. Sorry, promotion over. <sighs> right. Bernard, you. time for yeah. you to promote something because I got a page here all about pods and we know you love a bit of the pods. Yeah, of course. I mean, um, finally, I mean, some, some people might say it's taken ages and there were some setbacks and stuff happening in the background. But we are at the release candidate, the first one for pods 2.8. And you're all welcome to test it, to try it out, to give it a shot, to see if things are working for you. There are many, many things changed under the hood. Many things will uh, make things better for the future and for maybe quicker releases, at least that's the plan. Uh, like uh, repeating stuff like, so we have now field groups, so you can group your fields, which makes for a far better interface and you can add a heading and you can add a description. So it's it's easier to, for people to fill out your forms you created. You can define the groups if they are on the side or below the content. So you have exposed a little bit more functionality, which WordPress already gives to you, but you needed code for it. And now you have a user interface for that and adds to that performance optimizations. We changed the, the way pod stores or handles its own configuration. Um, and then there is the whole uh, slack of, of Gutenberg related stuff like uh, uh, blocks for pods, uh, an API for it similar you have seen from ACF so that you can just a few lines of code and you have your new block uh, related with pods fields. Nice. Um, and uh, a lot of additional stuff, so you don't need any more the widgets, but can can display and edit the the, the content uh, via pods directly. And um, building on that, uh, uh, there's a second link which I find as a developer a little bit interesting and important because you always had in in pods the, the option to to traversal fields like uh, you know relationship is, is is one of the key features of pods so it can relate content to each other like rooms and houses or the notebooks and authors and all that kind of stuff presenters and, always, and betrayal that's a good yeah connection. for yeah. example <laughs> and uh, if you scroll far down there are new types so you know you can get in a short code or in, a, in, in our functions very easily uh, stuff related to the pod itself. So like if you're in a loop and you can get the, the pod type, the pod label, the pod name, um, and much more stuff like that. So it's, it's very, very broad stuff happening in the background. Like if you have, I don't know, if you need the, the field name because you want to display a bunch of fields and name and content you can now grab that field name to uh, can even do even a little bit more of abstraction like if you have 
uh, want to display different fields with the same uh, template from pods, then you can just add the field name and the label and be done with it and don't need to touch it anymore for a different pod. So it's 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 great if you are into that kind of stuff. So and I can go on and on and on and on. Uh, but uh, Paul, Scott showed it off on maybe water cooler. Oh, is that the link you posted for me here in in the newest episode? Oh, nice. Uh, around minute twenty, he shows a little bit of of, of stuff how how the blocks work and 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 those things. Um, and they talk about it, uh, about the benefits and, and stuff that's possible. Um, but this, the, the way to, to display content and, and the improvements of the relationship stuff, that's, that's really where it begins to shine. And especially the, the groups, because now it, you can, can make easier to use interfaces for uh, structured content and can forget about Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. You know, you know my beef with with structured content. And everyone who's watching me, because it's it's great for 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 blog posts and stuff like that. But once you get into the area where you need custom post types and stuff like that, it gets much more trickier. Um, all of that is exposed, of course, via the REST API. So you can even use it in a headless way if you need uh, to to grab your your. Uh, content and displayed in whatever way you want to, so it's it's like helping to build those those like structured content database type sites. I mean, for me, it's always on almost any site you can use stuff like that. You have a team site for your team members. Go build a custom post type. You have the name, the location. Then you can maybe you get a second location, and then you can a relationship to a location, and then you can say, okay, those people work here, and the others over there, and then you can traversal all that stuff, and it always a category or taxonomy fits those kind of relationships, and you can go three or four levels deep, or like I built a site for for a small uh, actors come they they make one play a year. And now we have the opportunity to can add a new play, then add the, the authors, then uh, the, 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 the cast, but they can add the cast in a way it's like in between you can say, okay, this person has this, this, that role and it's just clicking these both relationships together. And it's very easy for them to use. And you have a very dynamic view, but because you can go in and say, okay, oh, that's the people. And, what did he play last year? And so, and especially if they are just doing it for fun and for for like because it's one play in a year and it's not you get people doesn't get paid for it. But if you see yourself on the side, they go, oh, you look, uh, last year was that and the year before. Um, I think that's sometimes missing on sites. People think about the content structure behind it. That's um, that's great. There was so much to pack into there, wasn't there? Is it suggested go to go to episode three eight three nine eight of WP Watercooler and check out Scott? You can always tell it's Scott because there's loads of musical instruments in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, he's he's really working hard to 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 get pots moving forward. Lots of private time going into it because he has he, he, most of the time he isn't paid for. He pays others to work on pots. Mm-hmm. And relies on people like me and Paul and others and uh, not the true nation to donate to pods, so friends of pods, 
to get that in here too in a quick short uh, <laughs> yeah go to friends of pods google friends of pods and give them loads of cash so that it um so that it continues to be maintained i do want to give uh shane a chance if that's all right because we brought him on here and uh he's had to listen to us droning on about all sorts of things and uh and i think it's it's time it's time shane that we we let you discuss exactly what eel is um you can you can do this in whatever way you want but i'm just thinking it, let's make the assumption that most people know kind of what an image optimization plugin does tell us about what yours does differently or better or something that you're proud of something like that sure um so the image optimizer uh, first and foremost we started out with image optimization um, as the name would suggest um, been doing this for nine years now uh, since before WP Smush got bought out by WP Mudev, <clears throat> another merger. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, yeah, really been working to make it a, a full one-stop shop for you know image optimization needs. Doing lazy load, doing compression, uh, doing automatic. Uh, scalings to to make sure the dimensions of the image fit where they belong instead of you know being poster sized inside of a little thumbnail box. Um, and then with WebP, you know that's been mm. been huge. Uh, the the savings that we we see even on top of our mm -hmm. best compression. I was looking at it the other day and and it kind of shocked me how much WebP still can save above and beyond. I mean it's like forty percent or so it's just incredible um and so there's there's just a whole lot of stuff that you can do even for free um there's a crap ton of stuff you can do to to make your site faster and we're we're adding new stuff all the time avif avif the new uh file format is on the horizon so looking looking forward to getting our hands dirty with that um and then last year we launched, as um, Paul mentioned, we launched our Swiss Performance plugin, uh, not necessarily to compete directly with WP Rocket, but uh, for us, it, it replaces WP Rocket and also adds uh, more functionality uh, similar to uh, if people have used uh, Asset Cleanup or Asset Cleanup Pro, uh, where you can you know, disable certain JavaScript or CSS files on different pages or on the entire site um, or on all the pages except um, a couple, you know, like if you got a contact form plugin, you might say, oh, I don't need those scripts except for right here on my contact page, of course. Um, so it does all that, that stuff with JavaScript, CSS, uh, fonts, page caching, of course, because um, that's just huge. Everyone should have a page cache, whether it's a plugin or server-based. <coughs> And so, yeah, we're really now trying to make it so that it's got everything you need uh, for site performance. And we've got critical CSS.com integration coming soon and probably other stuff that I'm forgetting, but there's always something new to work on. And it's, it's exciting. Um, I did not know that you'd have been around for nine years. I, yeah, I, yeah that's, that's incredible. The, if you go to eu.io, let me spell it, make it easier for you. So e w w w. Ah, that's clever. I've just 
three W's, like the World Wide Web. EU.io, E-W-W-W.io. You'll be able to see this um, and the pricing starting at $7 a month. And is the is the, the Swiss performance thing that you were just mentioning, is that part of EU or is that an additional extra thing or is that just it, all rolled up? It's a separate plugin, okay. um, but w- but when you buy, you know, the $7 plan or, or whichever, that's included. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> yep, separate so. plugin. So you, you're separating out the features and putting them in different plugins, which I always yep. like. Yep. Um, okay. And yeah, you can see if you're watching the screen, $7 a month starts out as and goes up to, that looks like one site, 10 sites, $15 a month. And infinite, which gets you unlimited up to eight hundred gigabytes of bandwidth, is twenty five dollars. Boy, you are reasonable pricing. Yeah, there's also I, um, I, I like to say ludicrously priced. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, I'm going to go for reasonable, but okay, reasonably <laughs> ludicrous is uh, that's really affordable. Nice. Sorry, Paul. Oh well, yeah. Uh, it's funny because in it's a super easy plugin to use because I've been using it on all my sites in the last couple of couple of months since I kind of got on board of. Uh, ooh. and um, you do have two modes don't you in there you have a uh, basic mode and ludicrous mode so <laughs> ludicrous, nice. yes. true, yeah. ludicrous mode is where you you know it's just more, more finer control over all the different options and stuff but one of the things that you haven't mentioned that um, is probably you know probably the, the biggest known competitor that most of the people watching or listening this are aware of is short pixel and they recently changed their deal so that you didn't get any more the the WebP conversions in your credits, but you uh, does uh, give you the the, the WebP conversion, which I think is a is a bit of a gotcha if you kind of suddenly realise you have to you know pay extra for the WebP on uh, on the platform that you've been using before. So when that happened, I looked, I was like, what else might change? And so I just kind of saw um, saw an offer that you had going. And uh, bought into that uh, as much as I could afford into it, and um, really enjoyed using it on all the sites mm-hmm. as part of my launch process. I also, um, you'd been encouraging me, Shane, to try out the um, the uh, CDN, the IO thing. Is was it called mm-hmm. Easy IO? Easy yep. IO, which is you just turn it on, and then it starts working in a couple of minutes, and. I saw some of my scores improve on some of the sites, push them over the, into the the really good scores on the mobile as well, and a couple of the ones where I was struggling a little bit more when there was a lot of stuff going on, lots of images and everything. So I'm really pleased. Um, jumped on. I'm really pleased that I got to uh, meet you, Shane, as well. I've got a, I've got a quick question for Bernard once um, once uh, before we forget as well. But we, it's EasyIO. It's EasyIO. Yeah. Can somebody spell that for me? How do I get, find that? Easy, as in the word oh, easy. It's part of right, the EWWW thing. So it's, basically, it's part of the plugin. Yeah, it's okay. built yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, Sorry, te- I was looking. Technically, for the, there is yeah. a there is a separate plugin, but that's kind of our beta testing fast track um, deal. Can I ask Shane? Do you, by any chance, enjoy the film Spaceballs? Uh, yes, I do. Ludicrous mode. Is that Chris and Plaid? Yeah, ludicrous speed. Yeah, that was a good film. I remember watching that as a kid. It was one of those, oh, like, at a certain age, it was the funniest thing 
possible. Uh, I don't know how, how well it's aged, you know, whether I'd still find it funny. But you've got some raving fan in Max down here. Look at this. He's um, Not only oh, does yeah. he like pods, which he's raving about, Bernard, um, re- entity relationship <laughs> mo- models and so on, um, but he's also saying that, you know, Yield has got Swiss performance and JPEG XL is also coming, which is even more efficient. It's all on Bonnie CDN. And he finally tops it off with this nice comment. You is a hidden gem. Go check it out. And of course you can. The URL that I was showing just a minute ago is EWWW.io. And go and pick yourself up a license and make Shane drink more coffee. Mm-hmm. Do you know um, Elon Musk's favorite film is Spaceballs? Is it? And look how successful he's become. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need. That's, That's all, all you need. Just <laughs> gotta watch juvenile humour. Uh, it is really good. Just remember that massive helmet. The little guy with the... It was the guy that played um, Dark Helmet. It's the guy from Honey, I Shunk the Kids. Isn't yeah, it? but what's oh, his name? Yeah. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yeah. Rick Moranis. That was it. Uh, uh, great film. Okay. Okay. Right. We probably should move on because we've got about six minutes left. And I yeah, just want to just ask a quick question to Bernard. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I noticed in the notes that Pods now supports a text editor called Quill, uh, which I've never mm-hmm. heard of. Bernard, do you know anything about that? Is, is that like because of the tiny MCE getting pushed? Side is it is it is that like a right that there has always been a text you always could add yeah. a, an additional text editor if you have the novel one and you could have another one and mm. it's just changed where the second one how it's powered or how it's driven by so it has never been a, the second because WordPress didn't work twice I don't know the details there was weird stuff in the uh, going on with if we wanted two two times the tiny MCE editor. Um, that way you can uh, have a second editor for another field to fill out a little bit more than yep. uh, just. And it, yeah, cool. Like, is Quill free or do you, is it something you have to buy as far as you know? I know it's, I think it's free because everything we use is free. <laughs> yeah. It looks like um, from my end, it looks like Bernard's gone for a swim. Um, he's just, okay. He's yeah. gone. He's gone all blurred. He's gone, yeah, yeah, it's like you've gone really blurred over there in 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 Austria. There's uh, got some localized flooding, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, let's let's quickly <laughs> move on. Um, right, couple of things to mention. Firstly, Max, who's actually just fled the conversation, was just pointing us to the fact that there's this new product. Thanks for mentioning it, Max. Even though you're not here to see this, something called Piotnet Grid Builder. I honestly don't know anything about it. It's at piotnetgrid.com. Um, it looks like it's a bit like Grid Builder WP. Um, you might just want to go and check that out. It was nice of you to drop the comment in. Thank you. Um, also, I just quickly wanted to mention that um, friend of the podcast, he's been on several times, Shahajan, or just let's just call him Jewel because he prefers to use that, um, and his company who are behind such products as um, Fluent Forms and Fluent SNTP. They've got a new product called WP Social Ninja, which um, allows you to put a lot of social stuff on your website. So, for example, if you, I don't know, you use platforms to get reviews from different social networks and so on and so forth, it does all sorts of things. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. It also That's does all... live chat as well. Live chat, yeah. yeah. Really? Does that? Yep. Yep. Hooks up with uh, things like your. It's a centralized live chat thing. So I think your customers, if they are on 
if they can choose if they want to talk to you from WhatsApp or uh, wow. Messenger. As, as far as I understand, you can see the, the list there. We just scrolled past it. Just the Telegram and um, Instagram chat, Twitter chat, Facebook chat. Wow. Um, all of those. I didn't yeah. even know that Airbnb had chat. No, it doesn't actually. I think oh. uh, that's just a mixture of the different things, but Telegram, okay. WhatsApp, and um, probably some some of the others there right, that do yeah. have the chat. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I'm going to try and get him on a podcast and we'll talk about it in more depth, but I did just want to mention it. And the reason I'm mentioning it is because there's a deal. Uh, what is it? I think it's a lifetime deal. You can click this button if you wish. And yep. see, well, I'll click the button. There you go. Uh, da, 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 da. Looks like it's half price for a lifetime deal. Um, there you go. Um, oh, okay, great. Chris Hughes has written a review. I wrote a review on yeah. WP Social Ninja. They've done really well with it. Chris, if you want to put the link to the actual review URL, please do, and I'll stick it in the show notes, and then people can make use of that if they wish. And we're on to the bit at the end where I, I don't know if anybody else has put in anything that they wanted to share, but I'm going to share a couple of things. No, it's just me. Okay, first one is the world's biggest magnet the uh so this is this this is just bonkers big so some the world's most powerful magnet is being shipped to france for installation in the core iter the experimental fusion reactor reactor it is hoped the iter will provide the fees prove the feasibility of creating fusion energy on an industrial scale okay so here's some statistics this magnet is <clears throat> excuse me 18 meters tall 4.2 meters wide it will weigh around a thousand tons it's got a magnetic field <clears throat> excuse me of 13 tesla which is about 28,000 times that of the earth meaning that the structure has to be sitting in solenoids which are capable of standing twice the thrust of the space shuttle liftoff Okay, that's interesting. But then I thought this was quite interesting as well. Imagine a country where you just decide to relocate the capital. Well, that's what Egypt have done. I had no idea this was happening. Egypt are building in the desert a, a totally new like administrative center. It Anyway, there you go. That's all I've got to say about that. So if you're into people like, I think Elon Musk should get involved. This is like terraforming the desert. Mm -hmm. Could be like Mars. Paul Lacey... Yeah. This is your last episode, mate. Yep. As a co-host. It's your last episode as a, an actual proper presenter. Mm. Um, firstly, I'd like to thank Shane for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Hope you'd come on again. Um, you never know. You, like Paul Lacey, could be ensnared and two years later realize that you've <laughs> wasted 104 weeks of your mm. life doing a show uh, such as this. But so thanks to Shane, really appreciate that. And uh, Paul, appreciate really, that. really, 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 really sick and tired of you. I am so yeah. glad you too. Get that lost. this relationship has come <laughs> to an end. <laughs> no, rewind, rewind, rewind. Say all those reallys again, mm. only this time add very grateful. Um, I'm mm. welling up a bit, actually. Um, and Bernard's trying to get back into the conversation. Shall I allow it? Yeah, there, there he is. is. Look. Just yeah, at the end. So, angle. Paul, I am enormously grateful for all of your kindness and support and help over the last couple of years. It's been amazing. Thank you so well, much. Well, with that, with that lovely comment, Nathan, you've ruined my. Well, do you want to see the smallest magnet in the world joke? Oh, go on. 
Yes. Well, I was just going to hold my finger up to the camera and you obviously can't see it, but you've ruined it with that stupid sentimental speech you just made there. So. <laughs> oh, I don't really want to end this one because I don't want you to go, but I realize you've got bigger and better things to do, better no. things to do on the Monday. <laughs> well, you've got other things to do. We yeah. are, Bernard, just so that you know, your audio was just deafening deafening us. There was mm. something horrible going on with your audio. So I've, I've made the executive decision to kick you out, but you're welcome back at any point. Shane, exactly the same for you. I'd love you to have back on, but for now, Paul, farewell, mate. Uh, um, well, we'll probably have you back in about four weeks or so. I'll see so. you. Uh, I'll see you on Thursday. Oh yeah, we're Thursday doing a thing on Thursday, aren't we? Yeah, Thursday, yeah. yeah, we're doing the WordPress London meetup together. So, all right. Well, yeah. it's not that big. We're of a talking. Deal, we're joined with uh, Anne McCarthy uh, for the London WordPress meetup uh, to talk about what each of us think about full site editing, which should be interesting because I think we've all got a completely different opinion on that yeah yeah so, we do we do yeah um yeah so i'll see you thursday but before yep. then uh i don't know if you can give us a wave shane we have this thing where we have to wave at paul come on one more time oh yeah sorry i forgot yeah yeah no that's fine because <laughs> i've got it now i've got it and i'm going to end it at that point and say thank you very much paul we'll see you on thursday and then yep. after that i'm sure take it easy guys bye 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 bye, bye. take care